I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hello, chickens. Uh, All right, our next episode will be immediately after the uh, Eve of the Daleks, um, which is on News Day in the UK and the 2nd of January here at uh, some ludicrous time of the morning. Um, I mean, it's a very normal time of the morning if you're going to work, but uh, (laughs) if you're on holidays... (laughs) It's, it's crazy I am. Um, so, I'm going to have a look at the... Uh, I've read the Doctor Who magazine article um, about it. It's called In The Loop. Uh, also, Chris Chibnall talks about it in his little... Um, you know, his, his little column where he says what's going to happen with Doctor Who and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of exciting. Uh, it's like the one thing they mention a lot is romantic comedy. Um, so it, it feels weird. Like, I mean, it feels like they're doing love actually, <laughs> but with Daleks, but yeah, it's, con- it's like one of the, the refrains is a romantic comedy with Daleks. And I'm like, well, I'm here for that. Um, so there are the two characters, um, Ailing B's character runs, like a storage unit, um, elf storage, which I have suggested might be extraterrestrial life form storage, um, which is why there's Daleks in there. Uh, or maybe not. Um, anyway, that's a character called Sarah. Uh, she runs the, the storage facility. And Nick, uh, who's played by Ajani Salmon, is, comes to the facility apparently every year. Um, at the same time. So, that's kind of our setup. Uh, All of the people who are working on it are saying that it's kind of a chamber piece, um, I think is what the director has called it. Um, And she said, like, you know, because Flux was such a big, huge, enormous, crazy six episodes of space hopping and explosions and 
you know, drama and excitement, um, they they decided to make it smaller. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that's kind of a, a a good a good idea after the craziness we've just had. So it's all just set inside this storage facility. Um, and uh, Annette Laufer, who's the director, said she um, she hasn't directed a Doctor Who before. Um, she went and watched Midnight. Uh, which is one of my favourite episodes um, from series four, uh, where Donna is on the Diamond Planet and the Doctor is trapped in that little bus. Um, it's, it's not really a bus. It's like a space bus. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, she said she's got more room in this episode to, to do stuff. It's not just all in one room um, like that one was. Uh, but, yeah, it's it sounds interesting. I mean, also, I don't know what's going on with the TARDIS because every picture we see of the TARDIS, including the, you know, there's a picture of... Uh, the Doctor, Dan and Yaz standing in front of the police box and it has all cracks in it and there's light pouring out of it and they don't look too worried about the whole thing. So, I don't, I want, is the TARDIS causing this problem or is this problem, you know, causing the TARDIS to go here? So, the apparently there's a time loop. I'm not sure how the time loop works, but uh, we have seen everyone get shot by the Daleks. And the Daleks that are in the episode are apparently exterminated Daleks. Um, I thought they all did exterminations, but uh, <laughs> they're like a, an, an even worse bunch. Um, I know, imagine worse Daleks, but they're like an assassination squad that go in, which is why they can shoot lots of rays all at once. I love that the other Daleks are just kind of like, oh yeah, we're cash. We don't, we don't murder people like as as a routine thing, like, that's just something that happens because we're Daleks. But then there's, like, more murderous Daleks than Daleks, which is a terrifying concept. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm i kind of excited. Uh, the, the, the Daleks do look scary in all the images we've seen, you know, like, the ones in this episode, uh, this issue of Doctor Who magazine, like, they're just all backlit and spooky and kind of creepy and, yeah, it's it's really exciting. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited by the whole thing, but also nervous. um, And it also makes me think there's going to be, you know, no answers to anything in flux, unless we get an answer to what's going on with the TARDIS. Like, maybe that's one of the things that we'll get answered. Because that that was just, you know, we got that in the first couple of episodes with the doors turning up everywhere and the black goo falling down from the roof. And then the TARDIS was just stuck um, in that village. <laughs> and then UNIT took it and it was... So, the TARDIS has been stuck on Earth for like what, like 60, 70 years or something, just hanging out, maybe repairing, but then, you know, I don't I don't think she was entirely okay um, before she got dumped there. So, maybe it's only, maybe the 60 years worth of repairs haven't quite, you know, gotten around to fixing everything. Um, or maybe she was falling apart because she's like, I'm going to get dumped by the Weeping Angels and I don't want to be there for like, because I know this happens because I can see the future. Because um, I'm a time machine. I can see everything. Um, but yeah, it's, oh, I'm, I'm very, 
I'm very concerned with what's going on with the TARDIS. It's it it it, it is a worry. Does anyone else have any fears about what this is gonna what's gonna happen? Um, so yes, um, I, I don't I don't know how I feel about the romantic comedy storyline. Like you know. I feel like there needs to be a third character. Like, you know, in a romantic comedy, there's always, like, the the fiancé that she shouldn't marry. Uh, and then she meets the buffoon. Like, one of my favourite romantic comedies of all time is um, Bringing Up Baby with uh, Cary Grant and uh, Catherine Hepburn. And, <laughs> and, and a leopard. <laughs> That's the baby. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's very cute. Uh, but you know, there's always there's always someone that you're not meant to be hooking up with uh, that's terrible, and then you kind of realise at the last minute, it's like, oh, I should have been going out with this one all along. Like in Clueless, when she realises she's really into her stepbrother. I mean, that's confronting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess this is like you know, she runs this. Uh, a storage facility. He comes in every year and it's like, no. Uh, and then Daleks try to kill them. So maybe that's how they fall in love. Um, but Ailing B is very funny. So I trust that this is going to be hilarious. Um, you know, at, at the very least. Or maybe it's just wryly amusing. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I... Like, Flux was so big and so crazy. Like, I feel like that, that it is... A sensible idea to do kind of like a little standalone uh, episode, even though it's full of time loops and Daleks. Um, but I just wonder whether it's going to be even more disappointing because we were hoping to get some answers from the previous six episodes because there's so many things we still need answered. There's so many things we still want to find out what happened. Like, you know... Like what? Where? Where? Where are Bill and Finder off to with Carbonista? And what was going on with the division? Like I know we found out the division was trying to fix all the mistakes that the Doctor made by interfering. But you know, are we? Are we going to get any answers to that? I, I honestly don't think we are. Like I think it's just going to be an hour of running up and down corridors in a storage facility chased by Daleks. Um while two people fall in love. Like, I don't really don't know how much else they can fit in. But you never know. I have been surprised before. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very exciting. Um, one thing that I did love in reading this article was the director, uh, Aneta Alalfa, says um, that you can't turn the Daleks into punchlines. Uh, even though it's meant to be a romantic comedy, the Daleks are not there to be funny. They're, they're still menacing. Um, and she says, for me, one of the biggest challenges was that I wanted them to look threatening. Um, and, uh, Robin Wennery, my director of photography and I had a very detailed plan for lighting them. A lot of backlight and a lot of Atmos, basically. Atmos is where you pump smoke in, um, to, it normally creates depth of field, but if you pump in more, then it just looks like smoke. Um, <laughs> So, that's exciting. I'm very, very much looking forward to this. Uh, that will be our next episode. Uh, so, thanks for a fun year. Um, and I hope you have a good new year. And I will see you, uh, or you'll hear me, on the 2nd of January, immediately after the episode. Oh, my God. Please send through all your thoughts, your theories, and how you feel about it as soon as you watch this.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.